Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello again, and welcome to 4Play Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to talk about what men really think about sex. What and, do they think about sex? And I, I wrote a whole article on it, not being a man and all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's WebMD if y'all want to go look at it. It's Second Opinion, my name. But um, yeah, you know, I, I do feel like I have been deeply honored to listen to literally at this point thousands of men yeah. talk about their experience. I don't think many women have heard as much from guys about well, what they really, really think. They because we because we're not going to talk about it in right. in the same kind of way that w- I think women talk about it. Sure, right. I mean the the languaging is just way different. What's expected of us is way different. So I think it is going to be hard to get down to the root of what exactly men think about sex. And I don't know, I'm wondering about like <laughs> this whole general <laughs> classification that we all think about it in exactly the same way. Right. I mean, I know I know you've heard from a lot of different men, so there's lots yeah. of things that come up. But I think that the general classification that all men have to think about it in the same way to me would be one falsehood that I may want to yeah. try to shoot down. Right. right or away. all men think about it as often as, you know, every eight seconds or mm-hmm. all men need it this way or, you know, want it all the time. Or that all, all men, men are horn dogs. All men are horn dogs or, or all, you know, yeah, I absolutely. And, and, you know, it's hard to say all about anything, right? Sure. Somebody teased me once and they said, you know, Lori, there's two kinds of people in the world. 
They're the kinds of people who divide the world into two kinds of people, <laughs> and they're the kinds of people that don't. That don't. And, <laughs> you know, I probably tend to, for efficiency's sake, divide the world into two kinds, but it's not fair. That doesn't mean that I don't think men think about it differently than women do, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, I think that's the case. I think there tends to be a division there, but the variation on it is so vast. It's so vast, and I think it's simpler for our our minds and how we think about it to go, oh. He, there's a man, he must think about sex this way. There's a woman, she must think about sex yeah. this way. Yeah. But I think some of the things that you've talked about, especially in your article, are are valid mm-hmm. if we can keep in mind that there's variations and there's sure. all kinds of stuff that, that go into it. Yeah, and since you're the guy, you really need to say. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will represent all men in, <laughs> in, in this. one guy. I will take up the challenge, brothers. We will, <laughs> we will, I will tell them what we really think at our That's secret right. meetings that we talk about. <laughs> when we, we talk about. <laughs> the secret meetings, I love it. The secret man meetings. The secret, the secret man meetings in our man caves. Well, well one of the things I, I think I've heard is that for men – Sexual desire really starts in the body. Mm. You know, for women, and again, all women, not the same either. Lots of women out there feel sex in their bodies. Mm. But I think in general, like men are so filled with testosterone. You know, the the breeze Mm. can make them feel something in their penis. I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah. I mean, that that's a gift. Yeah. I'll I'll tell on my son. Hopefully, he won't listen. He's like <laughs> one, he's he's one. So maybe if he finds this and many years later, he'll be embarrassed. But w- one of the things that I think can just illustrate that is that my son recently had a diaper rash that we had to let him run around naked for a while I'm to sure. kind of air it out, right? Yeah. And if you're a parent, you've probably guy, been there. Bad parent. So I was home. I was home <laughs> with him, just letting him run around, run around naked, and he started to touch every toy that he could find to his penis. Uh-huh. Right. And he was getting a little baby erection. I don't know if you yeah. all know that babies can get erection. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he he thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. Right. <laughs> he thought he just started laughing. He could not stop giggling, but uh-huh. he would take every toy and touch it to his penis. <laughs> I also haven't told my wife this because I'm afraid she would she would she would sterilize your daughters, everything. Don't tell them. <laughs> don't, They'd don't, be tell terrified. They would be terrified too. But I think I mean you imagine him growing like that is his first real I think experience that's of the his real penis. Toy. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right, and that to me is what you're talking about. Do you agree? I mean, that's the that's kind of the the baby version, but it's there's yeah, anything the, the penile centric, yeah, you know, part of the man who it's like so so much a part of who he is, yeah, and so delightful, yep, right. I mean, so incredible. Whereas I think women, as we've said before, are sometimes alienated from their genitals; they don't mm-hmm. see them. Yep. You know, they don't even see them when they go to the bathroom. You know, it's hard to see it. A lot of taboo about touching down there. You know, yeah. I don't see the little girls running around putting every toy to their vulva, you they, know, being they, delighted. They, no. they don't. But it is. It's all. It's always there. I think it is something that is so inescapable and that sex for men, like, we cannot escape it. Like, it's, it is just because it is so out there quite literally. Yes. Like, it everything you can't you just can't escape and it. men handle their genitals daily mm-hmm. at, multiple times a day when they go to the bathroom and i mean it, it's hard not to see it as you know just when part watch, and parcel of who yeah. they are go, go ahead, to the bathroom bud. when we watch tv i mean just <laughs> whenever <laughs> whenever <laughs> kind of warms you up in the morning <laughs> that's, <laughs> oh, that's funny <laughs> yeah. i also say you know sex is a hunger you know for yeah. what do you a mean lot by, what do you mean by that well, 
I mean, I think there's many different ways, but they they feel it as an appetite. Mm. You know, I I say in in my blog, I talk about that. It's just so that women can understand because women think, well, if he's hungry and I fed him, that should be it, right? You know? <laughs> right. But it's more like a craving, yeah. you know, like for for delight. And I, I liken it to chocolate, you know, that men, every time they the possibility of sex is this exquisite potential for something incredibly sweet. You know, it could be in a different kind, right? It could be raw. It could be dark chocolate. It could be, you know, filled with <laughs> butternuts. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, every moment is a delightful possibility. Yeah. You know, and they're hungry for that. Yeah. You know, they crave the the experience and the yeah. they crave dessert. And it's like, it's a bummer. You come home from work and, you know, a day without dessert is like, a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, guess I, I think I can. I think I can get behind that one. I, I I, think. I'm using a metaphor with chocolate that I uh, hope yeah. women will relate. Yeah, to. Yeah, I think for men, it is just such a natural part of life. Hunger, I think, is a good word, or maybe just it's just so much a part of the regular rhythm that when it's denied, it's not just like taking dessert away. I think. I think it's also taking a an essential part of the of the diet away. So when it's low, it's more like air. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, again, I don't want to like put the classification of horn dog out there that yeah. that's all that we're thinking about. But I think it's that, integrated. It's yeah, it's fully part it's, of life. It is. It is part. It is part of life. It's a good part of life, and it's one that I think we, you know, I think masturbation allows because of that. It's more natural for men than women to masturbate. I think not natural. I mean, yeah. it's more frequent. Um, it's more quick that that we see what it could be. There's like the possibility that is there sure. more often. Does that make sense? I don't it know that does, I'm saying it that It does. It does make sense. One of the things I was reading a study, I'm in my PhD program, and I um, read about that, you know, most men begin their sexual life with masturbation. And a, and a lot of women do masturbate, but mm-hmm. women are more likely than men to begin their sexual life with a partner. Their first no. experience is with a partner. So it's contextual, whereas men come into relationship already sexual. Yeah. And I think that's different. Yeah. You know, and I I mean I really think that that's an interesting and important observation like who they are sexual is in part outside of relationship. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a relationship with their own body. Yeah. You know, it's so integrated. Yeah, and I think that may be hard for women to understand. I mm-hmm. think, too, because you come into it and, and to, to talk about it, that it sounds so anti-relationship to say that we come into it solo and some or it's already formed um, for us yeah, and, and I, independently. And I, so, like, I like I don't but I don't think that it, it is fully. I think it can be. I think it can be anti-relationship, but it's also just part of. Yeah. And I didn't mean to say that it was better. The female oh, sure. Way. Yeah. I I think. To me, it was just it was an interesting observation, and I realize even as you talk, there's there is almost like you have to defend mankind for yeah. for enjoying their bodies, for feeling sexual, for being so sexually integrated, and I I can feel that like there's mm-hmm. been so much. Well, you're not relational, and you know you hear you sit with couples, so you yeah. hear women. I'm sure say every day of the week, you know, all he wants is sex, and it's like, oh, you know, yeah, I want sex and I want it to be great and I want you and and I want sex to be great and you know I mean it's it's more than it's not about selfishness it's about who they are almost yeah and I think you know you talk about defending you know men 
I think men have done a lot to damage that repu- to damage that reputation and to build that reputation. So don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know, there's loads of stuff that we could talk about. Uh, not not even just abuse. Let you know, just the way that men talk about it that lend itself to those cultural stereotypes and depictions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can't hold to those, especially as a group, yes. Mm-hmm. In individual relationships, I think we have to be more nuanced and, mm-hmm. um, right. and have more respect for the individual man as well. Right. I, I also said, you know, I think that sex is energy for men. Mm. I mean, like just the motive you know, it's this sexual desire kind of makes them want to get up in the morning and go to work. And I mean, it's it's really a part of their psyche in terms of what motivates all of life is mm. is toward a sexual excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't uh, mean they're they're going off to work so that they get rewarded by sex at the end of the day. That's too base. And I don't think men think like that. But I yeah. think that. They, they get up in the morning and sex is alive in them and yeah. part yeah. of their day. Yeah, I'm processing that a bit. And I translate it a bit in my head and see okay. if, see if you, you tell us how it really is. Please. Well, no, I mean, I, 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 the way that I would translate that is sex is celebration. Mm, like, I love that. That sex is, I had a great day at work. I, I mean, it's not, you're not going to work just to have sex, but sex is, I had an awesome day. I sold 500 doodads and I got a promotion and I made this deal or I did this and I I had this athletic accomplishment and and we had 30 more followers on Instagram. We had 30 more followers on, on Radio it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, and so something something good happened in life. So let's celebrate. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's the energy that I think comes into it of you may not get in the get up in the morning saying at the end of this this day is not complete if I don't have sex, but when there's good things happening and good things are rolling along and life is good, sex can be, I think, mm-hmm. se- can be celebration of all of those things. Mm-hmm. I, I also think, you know, sex is like the ordinary holiday, right? Mm-hmm. You know, every day can be, there can be a thrill. Yeah. You know, when you're sexual, I, I suppose that's how I would think about it personally. You know, just like yeah. that's what makes a day more alive and more wonderful. Yeah. I agree. Shall we come back and talk yeah. a little bit about sort of the relational way that men think about sex? Yeah. Um, okay, so you're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy, what men really think and feel about sex. And I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist, with Dr. Adam Matthews, your couples therapist. We'll be right back. Wanting sex again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. 
Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them, it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique, and that combination together helps marriages be happy. Weekend couples intensives are also offered. Improve your sex and improve your relationship with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at awakenloveandsex.com. Awaken what's possible. It is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. You're back with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. And we're talking about what men really think about sex and what they really feel. And I wrote a whole blog about it (laughs) as a woman. I wrote this, but now we're asking asking Adam, who who is the expert in speaking for every man out there. On the planet. That's on right. the planet. <laughs> uh, those that know me are laughing right now, but yeah. we'll just pretend like they're not. I, I do think we, we talked about how women sometimes criticize men and say all he wants is sex. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think and what I've heard working with men is that, you know, sex is love for mm-hmm. them. It's when they say they want sex, they that is the way they feel love. You talked about, you know, how integrated sex is in the man mm-hmm. himself body, soul, and, you know, it's in him. And I think in emotion. Yeah, I think when we stereotypically talk about women being more expressive emotionally and men being more expressive sexually, they are really, to me, on the same playing field. When you talk about how a man is going to, if you're going to talk about how he's going to express himself in a relationship, Mm -hmm. more often than not, it's going to be, it's going to be through sex. And I think that just as a woman is going to want Again, stereotypically, but again, want to talk about her feelings and process um, with her partner. Men want that same kind of connection. They just want it through sex. It's a conversation. I yes, mean, it's a absolutely. physical conversation. Yeah, Love making is a way that they're demonstrating mm-hmm. tangibly their love, their feelings, yep. their excitement, their celebration of you know of the day and of the relationship. Yeah. I, and I just think. You know, yes, men want sex because that is the way I think they are 
their biology informs their psychology. Mm-hmm. You know, their the way they feel in relationships is often sexual. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's love. It's not just this self gratification. I want to get off. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's that way for most men in relationship. I don't. Sometimes, I don't either. Sometimes maybe they it is. Get off, and I, I think I've had a lot of men lately who have talked about like that they don't just want the quickie. Mm-hmm. Like the quickie is good. Quickie is nice, right? But that that's all their their partners are offering to them, right? Mm-hmm. When that's all that their partners are offering to them, more often than not, they do not want that because it's not connecting. It doesn't make them feel like they are a part of relationships. It's not they, intimate. It's not intimate. Um, it's not mutual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, and uh, I'm man, all about quickies. I mean, I think yeah, no, great. we're not we're, we're not, not again no, about quickies, but we're saying that these men are saying it's not enough. It's as not a enough. Diet. They or they want her engaged. The other the other example that I hear a lot is she just lay there. She's not engaged. She doesn't she doesn't lean into it. Yeah. She and just, if there's she's anything, not participating, she's not participating. Oh my God! I just think if there's anything more soul robbing mm-hmm. that I can think of. Than a partner laying there, mm-hmm. I, I really, I really feel for that one. I mean, I, yeah. I just, I think it's disrespectful and hurtful, and just a way to say yeah. I'm s- so rejecting. You know, I'm yeah. so I not had, into you. I had one man say, "I just wanted to touch me." Oh, you know, God, like you're I just wanted to touch me. But I mean, then there's other things that are going on there. Like I know, don't feel too bad. Yeah, there's it's other stuff I can tell you. Don't feel too bad for. We know it's complicated, women. But, you know, but it, but at the same time, like I think that. I'm just sharing that to try to illustrate what you're talking about, which is that there is a relational piece that men are craving when they are craving sex um, yes. with their partner. Absolutely. And that it, there is a connection there that is going on. Um, there's a loving expression that is going on that we we sometimes minimize with the kind of cultural stereotypes that we put on men in that way. Yeah. And I think that sex actually forms attachment. Mm-hmm. You know, sexual orgasm and release releases oxytocin. And there is a chemical bonding, but more than that, there's a psychological attachment that happens in terms of, like women say, you know, if I just want something done, I just have sex with him, and the next day, man, he's all about it, and which feels so awfully manipulative. But really what it is is no kidding Mm -hmm. because he feels attached. He feels part of the partnership. He, You know, there's a will to do more and to, to give more and... Because it's a partnership, you know, mm. and he feels it in that way. Yeah. I mean, sex is deeply bonding for us as humans. Yeah. And I think particularly because men are so wired in their bodies, particularly for them. Yeah, absolutely. My last point in my blog was that sex, you know, feels like home to mm. the man. And and I don't mean it just the the old first, second, third home. It's really a way of feeling belonging like a warm reception, like into her arms, her into her heart, into this sense of security. It is a physical safe harbor, and it is an emotional safe harbor. You mm. know, like being making love, I think, for men is like the safest place for many of them. Yeah. You know, into a welcome, you know, mm. a welcome love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think there's just something. I think unless— there's the men who were just studs who women just flock to. I think for the except for them, for the vast majority of men, the fact that a woman would have sex with them is is so <laughs> validating, right? And yeah. so I mean, it is so like it's so like, and so even when you're in a relationship, when you're in a partnered relationship, the fact that she will have sex with you 
is it's so I, I like I like that home idea. Like that just feels settling to me. Like mm-hmm. that feels just very like yeah. I'm like it, it's it's validating. It is comforting. It mm-hmm. is you'll say my, my word again, safe. Like it's yeah, safe harbor. Know, I think I don't know that men cognitively think about it in that way. Honestly, though, I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think any man is going to would be able to articulate it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does echo a feeling I think that that a lot of men have that there's that yeah that this is that this is home yeah and and i i'm you know obviously we're, we're talking to men in committed relationships yeah that's who we're our audience is and i know that that male sexuality is bounteous and it's way mm-hmm. you know it can be beyond that and like you said it could be just for nearly sport no. you know i mean there there are men out there we're not necessarily that's not our target audience and for them it may be just you know like notching the belt and getting off and and that could be wildly exciting to them and so you know i'm i'm not saying that that doesn't exist too or that but i think this is one aspect that yeah. i see that is deeply important to men in terms of the way it makes them feel so connected and so safe yeah i think the the other one that i would just add to that lori that's on along the same lines it's sort of we've sort of touched on it a little bit, but I would say it explicitly is like I think it's a need, um, mm-hmm. and I think like when we move into committed relationships, I think the the guys that you're talking about, whether it's for sport, like I have different differing feelings about that, but I think they're still trying to fulfill a need, a need mm-hmm. that they have in relationship. I think it's an expressed need in relationship that we have to figure out a way for the couple to meet if it's not already being met. That's the thing that I think still trying to figure out how to kind of help couples understand that, uh, particularly the women in couple relationships understand about the man, that is not a bad thing, that their need for sex, a lot of times it gets made into a bad thing, right? And that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Right. I mean, it can cause men to do some crazy things. Like don't get, don't get me wrong. Like I think it can cause men to act out and to do some really... We're not talking about entitlement. Yes. We're yeah. talking about a, a, f- a need inside. That's right. That's right. And I think that's the... That to me is what it, the most... One of the m- biggest things that I hear is it is just this need. And when there's something... When it's not being fulfilled, there is just... There's problems, right? Mm-hmm. There are problems just creep up in sure. a lot of different ways. A lot of things cause it. But you can think of any need that you have in relationship and what happens to you when it doesn't go fulfilled. Yeah, and I think I, that's what starts happening with men. I, I agree. And I, I was thinking about a client who said, you know, but I'm giving him sex like every week. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I know, but you can't even imagine how he hears that. I, I really <laughs> yeah. do think as a woman, I do imagine. I do get it. And I think, you know, I, I, I get it. You yeah. know, like hearing that, that like you really, you think that, all of I, who I am and how I feel this need so intensely and and what it means to me emotionally and what it the excitement that it brings my life. You really think you're doing great by giving it to me once a week <laughs> in a way that you barely participate and enjoy. I mean yeah. I mean I I was I could feel him just ready to jump out of his skin. Yeah. You know, and and just like so disheartened. And I can only tell you as a therapist, I I do get that. I really get it. And even though I'm a woman, I get it. And I know it's so hard to translate this this part of how you feel about sex as a male to a woman. And that's partly why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, it's hard. It's really difficult. We're trying to articulate it 
in a way yeah. that's compassionate and understanding and hopefully gets across to partners. Yeah. And what I would say, too, is that if there's one that we haven't touched on, I'd love to hear from um, yeah, from what, men what, to know, like, how, what, how did, do what you did feel we miss? About it? Yeah, what did we miss? Did we did we undersell something? Did we oversell something? I would love to hear that. But these are these feel to me to be some common things that we hear uh, from men when they're in therapy. But I, and maybe we can just recap yeah, them I, real quick. Sure. I mean, say, I think you've said that for men, it's a need. Mm-hmm. And I've said, you know, it, it. I think it begins in their body because of their abundant testosterone and you were talking about how they are oriented to Mm -hmm. sex from the very beginning and we've said that you know sex it's like a hunger in Mm. men and that it pulsates through them as energy and aliveness and I mean I also I don't think I touched strong enough on this but how exciting this Mm -hmm. is I mean we need two things in life we need stability you know we need to know the earth we walk in is going to be there the next mm. day. But we need excitement. Yeah. And sex is the celebration, yep. the ordinary holiday. And I think that it's love for many men. It is the way, it is their love language. Yes. The way they express it. And I think what they get from it is this deep sense of feeling home. Yeah. You know, feeling like they've come home and it's safe. Yeah. So thank you for listening to us. This is Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 